Hi, you are listening to Asian Skycast, the show that brings you the most updated aviation industry insights. Good afternoon and welcome to another Asian Sky Media uh, Skycast. My name is Alan Davis. I'm the Media and Communications Director here at Asian Sky Group and Asian Sky Media. And we're delighted today to be joined by Roselle Wong, who is the Director of Service Delivery at Sinojet. Roselle, how are you? Hello, Alert. Very nice talking to you again after a year. And I'm good. And I hope you're good too in Hong Kong. Perfect. Thank you. Actually, uh, you know, Roselle, you have the uh, rare honor of being one of the only people that we've invited back twice to speak. Oh, I'm so honored then. <laughs> Thank you, Alert. And so where, where are you at the moment? I think you, you're normally based in Beijing. I think Erica said you might have been somewhere else. Yes, um, actually, I've been uh, just flew out from Shanghai two weeks ago. So, you know, how it happened, I mean, what's going on in Shanghai now? So it's lucky to um, fly out from Shanghai at the moment. And I'm now in another uh, northern part of China. Wow. Lucky to lucky to escape um, Shanghai, definitely. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so I mean, let's just crank straight on with things. So, I mean, let's start with um, 2021. Um, it was obviously yep. a pretty tough year again for most people in aviation. Um, but how was it for Sinojet? Oh, we're doing uh, quite good indeed. But, um, well, actually, we've got an um, increase in flight number, setters, and um, business as well. So to us, it's a, um, it's a tough year, but so far, so good. Uh, I, think, I think it was for everybody. So you, you're definitely not alone there. Um, yeah. I mean, during the last year, I think you introduced several new aircraft and sort of managed to retain your position as a number one operator in, in Asia Pacific. I was just wondering, why do you think the Sinojet has been so successful? Um, I think, first of all, thank you for Asian Sky Group support. Um, to to us now, business jet is more like a time machine. It becomes faster in speed, a more efficient tool in terms of time and energy saving. Um, it allows our passengers to explore another part of the world and expanding their business in the shortest time frame. So in order to provide the best um, service to our passenger, our mission is connecting the world to their dream. We aim to create excellent business jet travel experience to everyone through our value creation and innovation service. Um, regarding on our industry chain, we maintain a very solid working relationship with different OEM, FBO, MRO partners. For business scope, we aim at maintaining a very high standard and service quality standard in both cabin service in the air and launch service on the ground. We keep on expanding our footprint and operations to deliver integrated business aviation solutions. At the meantime, we also possess nine sets of business jet maintenance license so that we're eligible to provide a very comprehensive jet management and maintenance service to our major aircraft registration. Um, I think the key to success um, is we listen to our clients and we'll deliver services with care and understanding. Um, this is, I think, the core part of how made us today, today's um, Sinojet. We linked our passengers to the best place, best people, best resources to create a, an exceptional experience for all our clients. And then so talking about um, bringing exceptional uh, experience to your clients, 
the last couple of years have obviously seen lots of travel bans and restrictions uh, put in place, which make business aviation extremely difficult. Yeah. How, how is it possible for, for, for the team, especially in the air, um, to still mm-hmm. perform the best in class service? Mm-hmm. I think we will um, divide it into five parts. The first part will be our passion of work. Um, we all believe that pandemics brings a lot of difficulties to our job or work, especially to our sky butlers. We pay great attention um, in every details, and we pay a very huge attention to our sky butler as well during the pandemic situation, um, especially on their physical and mental situation. Um, say, for example, during quarantine, we pay extra attention to it as well. So we support them in a timely manner, maintain their motivation and moral among the team. So the second part is continuous learning. Um, it's not about uh, having pandemic, then we slow down our pace. We keep on learning new things, uh, different sets of uh, safety trainings, cabin service training. Uh, we have it annually. We also launched a Sky Butler skill competition last year, end of last year. Um, this is to challenge and evaluate and review on our performance um, on the problem-solving skills, the creativity, and different communication skills on our Sky Butlers. And maintaining a seamless communication is very crucial to our team as well. Um, since during pandemic, a lot of uh, restriction maybe maybe like having a sudden new restriction imposed overnight so we have uh, so many different aviation experts working together to solve the problem our client relationship manager working at the back our engineer our flight department working on manpower so in the past two years everyone faced different difficulty doing a lot of travel restriction and being all detail-oriented and always keep ourselves reveals and resumptions is also crucial as well um, to us. Detail or being detail-oriented is our core value. We pay close at, uh, attention to our clients of what they need, what they really want, and provide in a high quality service standard and safety standard and always review on um, our internal problem and how we face different uh, problem solutions, how we face the restriction. Do we have another ways of handling things that works better, works well for our passengers? So all these five points are, I think, is, is how we keep our team um, moving, how we keep our business moving in such a difficult situation. Mm, absolutely. And, and you mentioned Sky Butlers several times there. Um, you, of course, yep. you have your own corporate flight attendant uh, training course, I think, run by Cindy. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I think the requirements for, for CFAs are quite high. So I was wondering yep. uh, what you thought the requirements in terms of a skill set are um, that potential um, CFAs should have. Mm-hmm. I would um, divide this into three parts. So first of all is the skill, second, knowledge, third, attitude. For the skills, more like pay attention to details. 
what can someone else choose? The service skills, the soft skills like communication skills, the problem solving skills. So the skills can be trained and or to be coached. The second part is the knowledge. Say, for example, our safety uh, training annually, um, the training of dangerous goods is all about knowledge that we can train a sky butler and how they understand about this industry, what kind of service and safety standard they should have maintained when they are being a sky butler. So the last um, but not the least, and that one is uh, quite crucial as well, which is the attitude. Um, Being a sky butler is is a representative of Sinojet. And when they're traveling, it's more like they're representing their aircraft owners. So they should, should be respectful to all parties. They should have an attitude to strive for the best. And this is, I think, the most important part of um, the three all as skills and knowledge can be trained. But attitude is from, from yourself. And is there a particular sort of personality um, that, that works best as a, as a CFA? Mm-hmm. I think it should be work hard and work wise because things change very quickly. So if we only work hard but not work wise, things can't be achieved. So work hard and work wise is, I mean, it's also very important as a sky butler as well. And just sort of changing track slightly, we're, we're of course springing into spring, um, as it as it were. And I noticed on mm-hmm. Sinojet's social media platforms, like Facebook, WeChat, LinkedIn, and, and and those sort of places. Um, that you recently introduced a few new things like spring afternoon tea and exclusive spring travel offer. With sort of Asia opening up, um, can, you, can you sort of explain more about what they are, please? Sure, sure. Yes, um, uh, actually, we launched a brand new project called From Moments to Journey. So our team is very pleased to collaborate with different partners to deliver a very exclusive business jet dining experience to create a unique dining in the air menu. Um, Chinese always believe in eat seasonally. We have partnered with different five stars hotel on our new menu. So the menu is available throughout April exclusively to our passengers flying with, with us, ranging from afternoon tea and uh, spring a la carte dishes. The idea of the menu is inspired by the beauty of Chinese poetry. Um, while the spring a la carte dishes, we collaborate with Riz Garten, and they appointed two executive chefs from two Chinese cuisine restaurants and one from the uh, Western Cuisine uh, Restaurant to create the menu. So apart from the menu, uh, which our passengers can enjoy in flight, we have something on ground as a gift as well. So the recent gift we're offering is inspired by the idea of Chinese classic painting, a panorama of rivers and mountains. The, the whole set of gifts comprises um, Beijing traditional pastry, uh, Yunnan's Asian black tea and some pre-chiming green tea, premium Chinese incense sticks. So we wish our passenger can immerse themselves by burning incense and enjoying the tea while appreciating the art of traditional Chinese pastry. 
yeah, that's um about the um the uh, recent from moments to journey project. Yeah, so that that all sounds very very lovely uh, and very nice, and and in honestly, it's making me very hungry. Um, but I presume when people uh, do fly on Sinojet, um, they aren't just sort of restricted to uh, a sort of a set menu. Yeah, well, it very depends on uh, which particular area, um, whether we can get all the uh, food and catering um, delivered or not. But we'll try our best to deliver this kind of themed um, menu to our passengers. Yep, and we have another, and uh, we have another summer menu upcoming. So stay tuned. And we will try to integrate all our inspiration and creativity to offer continuous, continuously offer the premium service to our clients. And so actually, funny enough, it's funny you should mention summer. I was just going to ask how often sort of the menu choices do change. Um, because you mentioned a specific sort of month when we were speaking just now. I was wondering how often that, that menu sort of turns over. Usually in uh, every three months, we change our menu. So we it's more like a seasonal menu from spring, summer, and then autumn and winter. As well, yeah, absolutely. Roselle, I think it's probably best we leave it there because I am starting to get hungry. Uh, the food sounds amazing, as does the tea as well. Um, so, Roselle, thank you very much once again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Alert, and very nice talking to you. Thanks, Roselle. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Asian Skycast. Make sure to visit our website, Asian Sky Media, where you can subscribe to the show on your phone or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show.